We're here to talk about it, We're Becca. We're here to talk about it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Vaginance, end of year wrap up episode where we all come together and we talk about all of the crazy things that have happened in the last three months and share with you all of our um, financial choices that we made. Some were successful, some weren't. Um, but we, you know, we, sh- we shot our shot and that's really what 2021 was all about. <laughs> we shot our shot. <laughs> um, yeah. So welcome. We're going to talk, we're going to talk into year stuff. We're going to talk about what happened to us this year, what, maybe what goals we touched on. And then maybe talk a little bit about what we want to see happen in the next year or in the next quarter or whatever. Um, We'll see what everyone brings to the table. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I'm Becca. I'm Taylor. I'm Jules. I'm Maggie. And we are Vaginance. Very excited to be Collectively. back. We are what is collectively with our, known with as... With our sexual and financial powers combined. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah, Julie kicked us off with some... Delightful CBD-infused intimacy oil, not genital oil, <laughs> as I called it. Yeah, can you plug this company again? Because they're amazing. Yes, this is called Apre Delight, and it is a new company by another badass company called Coalition Snow, which um, is a really badass team of women who spend a lot of time in the backcountry where it's really can be quite dangerous to be on skis and snowboards out there. And so you need gear that is not going to break on you in the backcountry. And so much of the women's gear space was not built to the same quality as men's gear for backcountry. So they started their own damn company to make sure that women could actually have yeah. the gear they need to go into the backcountry. So this is a new company by them, Apre Delight, and it is CBD Intimacy Oil. It smells amazing. Feels great. And we are not getting paid to say this. No, we so are not. You know that we mean it. They're yep. just super cool. Should we talk about our favorite purchases of the year? Maybe? Oh, my God. Would this be a fun place to start? I feel like the last week, two weeks, is just like me blacking out and just ordering things. <laughs> I can't even yep. tell I'm, you. I'm currently shopping right now. <laughs> <laughs> Get off your phone. It's birthday. It's my cousin's birthday on Friday and I haven't gotten anything. Now's not the time. <laughs> it's already too late. <laughs> oh my God. Um. So yeah, maybe I could distill it to my favorite purchase in the last 10 days. It <laughs> would be really hard. But yeah, okay. Okay. So let's, we'll try to do favorite purchase this year. Should we? That, that sounds really hard. But yeah, I can think of some mind. Okay. A, a favorite purchase from this year. Okay, here are some things that floated to the top of my memories just in the last 20 seconds. Yes. <laughs> okay, one thing that I'm really stoked about is that we, me and Andy bought tickets to ACL and then decided not to go and they actually refunded us, which is incredible. So that's my favorite non-purchase that happened. <laughs> we really didn't money think we were going to get that money back. Yeah. Um. So that was really exciting. Um, I bought for this won't come out till after Christmas. I bought uh Andy a cameo today, which I'm really excited. Or Ooh, a few days ago, who, yeah, who did it? Who? Um, it, I was telling Taylor about this this morning. It was a WNBA player that is like <laughs> notorious on the court. She's like really fucking like like elbows girls in the face and like it like starts shit intentionally all the time. 
Um, and every when we were, she was in the finals, and when we were watching her, Andy would just keep pointing out all the badass stuff she did. I don't know if he would use the, all the violent things she did that I loved. Um, <laughs> and anyways, so I got him a cameo from her, and she was like, Andy, I know you love how feisty I get on the court. <laughs> and it was just really great. I'm really excited to go. That's give it awesome. To her. <laughs> Um, but that was really recent, so it's fresh on the mind. Mm-hmm. Bought tickets to Mexico City. Very excited about that. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. excited about that. Anyone else? My favorite purchase was a automatic chicken coop door opener. Yes. That has changed the game, really. That's a new game. Um, it automatically opens a chicken coop door in the morning and automatically closes at night. And I don't have to walk my ass up that hill every day to open and close it because I am lazy. <laughs> I just put like extra food out and be like, they're good for a couple of days. Yeah, pretty much. Nice. Yeah. I just now you sure. just need to get an automatic feeder and automatic water. And you'll be set for a while. <laughs> I know. I thought about it, honestly. <laughs> well, the feeder that I bought holds like 40 pounds worth of food. That's so much. So it's and it's um it's like a closed like um it's contained. It? Yeah. yeah it's, it's, they it's like press weighted. a lever to. Yeah. It's like a lever system thing where they have to like step on it and then it um, opens the food trap. And so they can get the food if they step on it. And so it's really great because it keeps rodents in like I had a really bad cockroach problem for a while and it's really like there's no cockroaches anymore. It could also just be because it's fucking cold out right now. But I feel like that had something to do with it because they would literally just like fester in the food and eat all of the food at night. I would go up there and there would be like hundreds of cockroaches no. eating all the chicken food. That sucks. So um, that has helped. And then, yeah, I just make sure their water's, you know, fresh every day. And it's fucking great. I mean, they haven't laid in a while, which is really annoying. But I just ordered some ceramic eggs online. So we'll see if it gets them going again. <laughs> They're being little bitches about it, though. <laughs> I bet it's just because they got a bunch of new stuff at once. And they are they don't understand their bodies. Prissy we're startled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like upgrading these bitches, giving them toys and shit. And they're totally ungrateful. I love them. <laughs> so chicken purchases for Taylor. Yes, definitely the chicken door opener, automatic door opener. And then some stuff for the house that I really, this is not that interesting. Sorry. Not like <laughs> no, mine. No one cares about this. <laughs> and I bought a soap dispenser. Right. Yeah. Like no one cares about the new rug that I bought for my fucking living room. Uh, I love that rug. That rug is rug. dope. Thanks. <laughs> or, and or which rug are we talking about? Because the snake rug. Yes. Snake. Yes. Yes. Rug. Which yes. I've already had to clean. And, you know, turns out it does wash in the washer very well. Amazing. Because Kevin drug in a fucking pigeon and decided to eat it on my new rug. Oh. And got blood on the rug from the pigeon. So. Classic Kev. You know what? It got, (laughs) the blood came out. It worked. It's it's machine washable, y'all. Shout out. Ruggable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that was exciting. I love that. Yeah. Uh, I think my favorite purchase or current love mm. are sheepskins for my couch. Okay. Because while I was in Canada, out in the mountains, they had sheepskins on the couch. And I just curled up there with my book and the fireplace roaring 
not loudly, but crackling away. <laughs> the fireplace wildly out of control. <laughs> um, and I just loved it so much. So as soon as I got back, I ordered some and my love has only grown. Uh. I'm, yeah, really obsessed now. Um, and my other favorite purchase, I think, would be that I finally bought some rings to replace the lost wedding ring. Hey! Aww. You're married again? I'm married again. Cool. Uh Obviously not like my lost wedding ring, but I am also in love with these rings. They look kind of like mountains and the reflection of a mountain on water. Oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful. So is Zach going to buy you a new wedding ring or? I think they have a new house that they're trying to pay for, (laughs) you know? Listen, bitches better get her diamond. I don't care. That's different. Julie's entitled uh, to this diamond. Uh, how about maybe when I'm like a crypto was- millionaire, I'll buy whatever I want. I'm I'm not too concerned Make about him it right spin now. The crypto money. You, you can feel free to cut this if you want, but the, the insurance uh, cover anything? So um, we changed insurance last year, and Zach sent it. Like, it took my ring, got the new appraisal done on it, sent that email in to the person we had been setting it up with. Did not check back to make sure it got scheduled. When he reached out after it was lost, was informed that that person no longer worked there and no one had ever registered it to our goddamn account. So it was not insured. Lovely. That doesn't sound like y'all's fault is what it doesn't sound like. Eh, Both people, both sides fault. I'm at peace. Okay. That's all that matters. (laughs) That's all that matters. And now I have... Dope new rings. Yay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, mine was probably taking my dad to a river house for his 65th birthday. Aww. I think he really enjoyed it. And um, I really enjoyed being able to do something nice for him. And then um, I did recently, because if I walk around all day, my back starts to hurt really bad. And I just Googled best shoes for walking or standing for long periods of time in first search result first one that came up i was like buying those bought this pair of nikes and they're they're, i'm not wearing them right now um but they are really great and i Mm -hmm. walked around for a full day and my back didn't hurt at all and even phil was like is your back hurting and i was like no it's fucking not yeah i'm really impressed so i'm i feel really good about those shoes right now fucking nice wow yeah they're very gushy. They're like the kind of gushy where you're like, maybe it's too far. Ooh, okay, I'm changing my answer. Yes. <laughs> my favorite, well, one of my favorite purchases this year was off-brand AirPods and getting wireless headphones, which I never thought I would need. In fact, when I found out about AirPods, I was like, I don't get it. They just fall out. Why would anyone need this when there's like wires that can hold them to your things? Until I realized that I could wear one in my ear during massage. So now instead of like eight hours of silently massaging people, like circle, just swirling emotions around in my brain. uh, Now I listen to audiobooks and it's totally changed my quality Mm. of life. It's incredible. Nice. Listen to podcasts. It's fucking awesome. It's like totally changed the game for massage. Love it. Yeah, that's great. Um, so what about like big financial just events 
in our lives this year. I feel well, like Julie did give us um, kind of a list of questions, and I took notes. So Ooh, great, came prepared. In the fancy notebook in my notebook, which I haven't used in a long time. But one of the the number one question was, "What are our highlights and big milestones this year? Career, financial, and life." Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, would you? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Would you? Would you like to take us on your 2021 <laughs> journey? Should we? Should we break it down by career, financial, and life, or should I do all three of them in one big giant go? I think just hit, yeah, hit us with all of them because I bet a lot of them are going to overlap, right? Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. Do it all. Do you want right. to do one at a time? Oh, do you oh. want to do a, a go around yeah, so everyone can catch their breath? Yeah. Okay. okay. What I do you want to start with? That long. Do you want to talk about life or you want to go start with career. work and money? Yeah. Let's get Okay. Work and money. Let's get um, Well, my career one is actually pretty short, but I'm very excited because starting in January, I'm cutting down to shorter hours. And I'm very excited about that because my whole life goal is to not work at all. <laughs> this is one, is one, step, one step closer to that goal and i'm very excited to see what it feels like to work um fewer hours during the week that is something that's really cool that i think a lot of people listening might not think about is that like negotiating your hours and your work and your labor and the effort you put into your labor like that's all something you can talk to your employers about like if you're privileged to be able to do that but that's fucking awesome like I never even thought of that as an option before you mentioned it being like I'm just gonna ask my boss if I can work less yeah (laughs) I did well and I kind of did it like assuming she she was gonna say no because we had a meeting and she's like anything you want to talk about and I was like yeah I was just thinking about working less <laughs> and, and, and what would that would look like and if, if people would get mad at me for that or, or not. And she's like, oh, yeah, we, well, let me ask around, see if anyone else has done that before, and, and I'll get back to you. And it took a couple months of, like, her asking upper management and, like, figuring stuff out, but uh, it all worked out, and they agreed for a six-month trial period that I would cut my hours down. We'll see how it goes. It's fucking awesome. I honestly think if we all, like everyone, worked 25% less, just as much work, if not more work, would get done. Yeah. Like, I honestly think... This, my promise the- was that just as much work <laughs> would get done, so... <laughs> the studies literally show that. Mm-hmm. There's a great book I read earlier this year all about four-day work weeks or other interesting ways that companies are restructuring work weeks. Yeah. One of the interesting things about my agreement is that well, I'm, I'm the only one that does my exact job. So I will be working every day, just shorter hours. So instead of an eight-hour workday, I'm going to be working six-hour workdays. Um, but I think I would like to prioritize um, more freedom in my day than anything else at the moment. Yeah. And one of my, well, we'll get into that later. You're right, there is overlap. But some of my (laughs) goals for next year are related to me having more free time. So Mm. That's awesome. It's great that you have, you were kind of presented with both opportunities of like, do I want a new, like a new exciting venture, but I'll be working a ton and that's where all my energy is going to go? Or do I want to like cut down on my work hours and like prioritize other things like my exciting life? Yeah, and it's. I was talking to Phil about it, and I was like, if like one of our parents were presented with this opportunity, it would have never been a question for them. They would have gone with like, build your career, mm-hmm. and never even thought about c- 
cutting down hours and like making less money. Yeah. Like that was would have never been a choice my parents would have considered. And I'm like, but we in our generation are prioritizing some different things than our parents did. And I think to me, spending time with Phil and the dog and working on other projects outside of work Mm -hmm. are more important to me. I'm sensing a big quality of life theme, like with Mm -hmm. your work decision, with even like our purchases that like our favorite purchases. Yours was about your quality of life, managing your chickens. (laughs) (laughs) And yours with the AirPods is like upgrading all of that time that you were spending now having a new avenue for that. Lots of quality of life stuff. Lots of quality of life stuff. Yeah. (gasps) Oh, my God. Your nails, Julie. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. They're I did them. I you did them? Yes. They look great. What the Thank fuck? You. How do you do the like uh, the non-dominant? How do you do that? the non-dominant hand? I don't understand. <laughs> a lot of practice. I grew up rural Canada. I had never been for like a real manicure till Friendswood. Yeah, what country when you said that? <laughs> I hadn't been to real manicure. <laughs> I had not been to a nail salon <laughs> until I showed up in front of the I did not sleep with that woman. <laughs> I did not have sexual relations. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quality of life. Quality, quality of life. It's true. Yeah. So what other um, career highlights mm. does everyone else have? So for me, I... Got a over the course of this year, I got a thirty six percent raise. Wow, which is pretty great. That's Killing big. It. That's Killing pretty good. It. And I've gone through like several title changes, um, which is like that's why the the raise came in phases. Um, yeah, and I'm just like really happy at my company where I work full time. Today, I posted about my increased rates at my private practice for next year, which I'm excited about. Um, they're really not dramatic, but uh, I've been trying to keep my rates really, really low, not because I want more clients, because I don't really want more clients, <laughs> um, but just because I really want it to be accessible to the clients I do have. Um, and I think the raise I gave is still very modest and will still be accessible to a lot of people. Um, I'm sure it's dramatically lower than it should be given the cost of living increase in the past 12 to 24 months. Yes, that is true. <laughs> Um, but it's fine. It's good. Uh, so yeah, I think that's it for work. I've maxed out. I am the most senior I can be at my yoga instructing job. I've maxed out my wage increase and everything there, which is fine because it's frankly, they pay me more than they need to for teaching yoga. Um, so yeah, doing really well. (laughs) I've been really happy. Um, work's been great. I started taking a class uh, on data analysis because I just want to have some skills in my back pocket should I ever need to transfer out of massage for some sort of like physical body reason. Um, and that's been fun. Yeah, I'm really enjoying that. That's awesome. I, yeah. I, yeah. So how far along have you are you? I'm on week three. <laughs> hey, that's like more than most people get fast. <laughs> I feel like 90% dropout is like within the first like two weeks. Well, post sign up and before starting. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But it's cool. Yeah. That's I'm, awesome. I'm but yeah. Go Becca. 
Fuck uh, yeah, killing it, uh, dude. Would you, so did you raise your rates for, you said private massage? Yeah, starting next year. Starting starting, oh, okay. January I was 1st. like, did I dra- did I just underpay you today? Not <laughs> <at all. laughs> like, I'm going to put you some more money. No, it's not. It paid me plenty. Okay. <laughs> um, what about you, Tay? Have you had any, any job? Any Not job really. changes or anything? No, no, no. Any massive <laughs> no, no, career no. news on um, fronts? I do have some news. I um I don't know what's happened. What's happened? <laughs> Quit my job. <laughs> Woo! Two months ago, two maybe three months ago now. So right before, I guess. It was right when, oh, that's right, because that's when I had the interview. So last time we recorded the live podcast, mm-hmm. I was feeling really <laughs> shitty that that's day. right. I was in a really bad mood, which actually recording helped a lot and like make me in a much better mood because I had just come from a job interview and I thought I did really bad. And I was just like so disappointed in myself because I just felt like an idiot. Um, and then they hired me. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I quit my current job, left the TV biz behind. Kind of, not really though. Um, uh, upgraded in the TV definitely. biz as you left behind. Yes, yes, and yeah, I got a new job as a UX researcher for a corporation. Uh, uh, uh. Living that corporate life, full time benefits. Right? Yes, that is what I wanted to do. I was actively trying to do that. Um, Great salary, full benefits, yeah. retirement accounts, health insurance, health insurance. <laughs> You made it. Yes, it is um, dreams come true. All I I think I was telling all for the past year, all I wanted was like a real job with like benefits and they paid me a decent salary and I never thought I was going to get that or that I was worthy of that or that I was smart enough for that. You fucking nailed it. Now I have one and now I'm like constantly (laughs) terrified that they're going to fire me when they find out I'm a fraud. We'll see. Hashtag imposter syndrome. Yes. Taylor's yeah. an expert. It's so funny. They made us take this training the other day. That was like confidence training, basically. And they were in the guy like teaching. It was like imposter syndrome is bullshit. Aww. I was like, he was just such like trying a, to such like. Such a dude thing si- to say. He was such a dude. It was, he was such a like, I don't know. He kind of seemed like an Austin hipster, but was very much like fucking fuck imposter syndrome is bullshit. And I was like, okay. I don't know. He's like he tried to psych trying us out so yeah. hard. But the yeah. sister company held that though. Yeah, yeah that's really they, cool. They, they held like too many training <laughs> things. There's a lot of like the first month was just like feeling overwhelmed because there was just so much to learn, so many corporate things, training sessions meetings but everyone i talked to was like you don't feel like it's going to take like six months for you to feel like normal and that you like understand things because it just it's such a huge corporation and there's so many different moving parts um that it's normal to feel like overwhelmed so i'm only two months in um and our entire research team is super new i think that it's like a year old so the old like the most senior researcher there basically is like a year as opposed to, you know, other companies, you go like tech companies who have like people that have been there for 20 years kind of right. thing. So um, it's nice that the team is like, you know, pretty new and we're all just figuring it out. And yeah, it's been great, though. Um, 
they pay me a lot more than my old job, which is nice. Uh, Drinks yeah. on Taylor. <laughs> oh, well, I still feel like I have no money because I'm just like spending more now. <laughs> but you have more things. So but I have more things. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I really need to reel that in. It's been bad. So. December's a very hard it year. Was, uh-huh. That's true. I mean, month. And I did year. get hired during the holidays, so it's kind of like... I've just been traveling and spending money and like buying things. So hopefully it'll, I'll be able to kind of mind. Sometimes shift. just keeping your head on straight and in times of big changes is like, don't worry, sort the money later. Like just, yeah. Yeah. just put one foot in front of the other kind of thing. Totally. Like as long as I'm paying my mortgage, that's kind of what I care about. Speaking of mortgage, I'm attempting to refinance my house. Yes. So that's exciting. Very and my exciting. company is a mortgage loan company. So that's convenient. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. So they're giving me a pretty good rate, 2.8. Nice. Uh, pretty good rate. Pretty good rate. Pretty good rate. <laughs> and I don't have to pay a bunch of shit. So that's good. Um, we'll see. I'm in the middle of like, I have to send them a bunch more paperwork, but... The loan process has started and I was going to do, which I kind of already talked to Becca and Julie about, but I was thinking about doing a cash out instead of getting my monthly payments lowered. I was thinking about taking money out and then like reinvesting that in like the stock market or like ways that I could like make more money off of it so that it's not just like wasted. Definitely a thing you can do. If you can cash out for 2.8%, God damn. Yeah. Can't lose right now. Hopefully. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, if you, depending on how much you can cash out, you buy another property. Well, that's also was something I was thinking of is like, could put, it could go towards a down payment on a new property or whatever. Anything that's going to make me more than a 2.8% return would essentially be worth it. But we'll see. There's some math I like. Um, Can I just say what a fucking transformation in one year of your entire career? Yeah. That's yeah, we should go back and listen to our first episode and see what we <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so We should listen to it and like do a commentary. We should do a commentary. Like, like, talk oh, as we're listening. God. That would actually be kind of fun. That <laughs> would be cool. I'd be down. Um, I do wholeheartedly believe that I would not be here if it weren't for this group. So mm. I love y'all. Thank you. Love you. And if anyone else feels that way, feel free to write in the vagina. <laughs> <ends. laughs> How would we transform you in your career transformation? <laughs> Um, Julie, what about you? What are some career updates? Yeah, um, I struggled with this one a little bit, uh, but I did. Ha- I did think of one very exciting thing, not related to my main career, and that is that I am now a magazine columnist mm. writing about crypto and blockchain and all that technology. That is so cool. So first, it's a new magazine here in Austin called High Roller, and only rich people get it. <laughs> that's true of all magazines, Taylor. But that's the tagline of their magazine. <laughs> also kind of true. So all you got to know is I have my work cut out for me trying to pitch old school rich people on why cryptocurrency is here to stay. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. I'm excited about it. And I think the first issue will roll sometime in the new year. Yay. Mm-hmm. Very excited. Um, and then other than that, I'm basically just a construction worker now. 
That's, that's my career. I love it's it. It's beautiful. Um, which is a great segue into maybe some financial things that have happened this year. And maybe, Julie, you can just start us off. That's yeah, I love the road fair. <laughs> um, so Zach and I bought our first investment property. Oh, oh! oh! Thank you. Thank you. We closed on it at the end of August. It was a teardown disaster property. Structurally fine, but really, really gross, as my lovely mm. co-host can attest to. <laughs> the smell was truly incomparable. Just like and the, the grime. stain on the walls was yes. just of epic yes. proportions. We could have shot a horror film at that house. We should have. <laughs> it would have been amazing. It up. There, there was a wall that required five coats, like had to be washed and five coats of paint and primer to lock the stain in really bad. Oh, that one bedroom? Yes. <laughs> um, so this house was pretty wild because we had to get permission to do some work on it before we even had it appraised for the mortgage. So we'd gone in, a bunch of you ladies came and helped washing walls and windows and we ripped carpets out and we painted the bedrooms and we installed a toilet and all of this was before we even closed on the house. Um, and then once we had it, the last three months have basically been total overhaul of the entire place, brand new kitchen, bathroom, painting everything else that wasn't painted, painting the outside, replacing glass in the windows. One I don't even know what else. Favorite things about that story is that it's so similar to your first house story and that you and Zach always find ways to get a house that literally no one else that I know of has thought of. <laughs> like, no one have I ever talked to or even listened to. I listened to a decent amount of real estate podcast back in the day. Has ever Have I ever heard a story about working on a house before closing? Yeah, never. Yeah, very atypical that you would ever... It, it is potentially high liability yeah. for them to allow us to do that. Um, because if something happened while we were there working on it... We're not the insurance holders on the house. So like it is a it is a high liability, but it was an estate sale after someone had passed away. So they were fine with us doing it. And it was they were their alternative was selling it cheaper to a builder who was gonna tear it down anyways. So had we accidentally burned the house down, it actually probably would have just cost the builder less because <laughs> they wouldn't have had to pay as much for the demolition. So it's like a very unique circumstance. It would be really hard to get permission to do this otherwise. Um, and it also definitely helped that um, Zach is a realtor in the city and his partner broker Chris has done a deal with the realtor who was selling it before so they were like trusted entities there was like a lot of trust across the relationships but yeah you'd be amazed what you can pull off just thinking creatively and asking to see what what people are open to yeah don't know, don't know if you don't ask amazing yeah. and I think that's critical information because it's definitely not shit you think about when you're filling out paperwork for houses because it feels like people telling you exactly how things are done and you just being like, okay. Yes. Um, so I think having the wherewithal to ask questions even mm -hmm. is very good to know. Everyone internalize that. Yeah. A lot of the formal paperwork you can't really change because so much of it is like state by state. It's just fixed. But there's a lot outside of that that you can kind of finesse. So, and you don't have to up, you don't have to say this uh, or we can edit it out, whatever. But since it is the financial part, mm -hmm. do you want to say how much the house costs, how much repairs have been, anything yeah. like that? 
So we bought the house for three seventy five, which is pretty close to lot value in that area, which is why we jumped on it. Um, it had been sitting on the market for a while, which is pretty atypical here in Austin. But it's because it was going to be impossible to finance in the state it was. Like a normal person couldn't get a normal mor- mortgage, mm-hmm. which is why we had to do the work on it. Um, and it wasn't quite cheap enough yet for the builders to be right. in the market. So that's how we kind of managed to get it because we were willing to pay what they're asking in exchange for us actually figuring out a way to get a mortgage on it yeah so it's 375 um all of our costs into the house right now are about 25 26 thousand uh-huh. in cash um after purchase like obviously we brought a lot of cash to the table 10 uh-huh. percent down i think um and closing costs and all that but our cash in the renovations went 25k. So we're probably sitting about 400k in that. Okay. Yeah. And um, Zach was comping it for me today and we think it's probably worth between 450 and 460 right now. Wow. So not bad for a few months. But you don't plan on selling it after no. flipping it. No, we will keep it as a rental property. Cool. And I'm kind of jealous because I'm really, I've spent so much time there in the last few months and put so much of my like heart into some of the the stuff. I really love the kitchen. So I'm like, it's hard for me to imagine not being there yeah. every day anymore. Letting some stranger <laughs> live in your house. I, I still think that you should move into that house. See how closer to us. Then we'd all Honestly, be in the same neighborhood. And rent out your other house. It's hard having my other house that I also love so much and has two bathrooms. Yeah, two bathrooms are critical. Yeah, but if you and Zach moved into this house, you, you would add another bathroom. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm with Taylor. I think y'all should move to the neighborhood <laughs> and, and we could all be here in the same neighborhood. We could all be three blocks away from each other. Yeah. Yeah. We can go awesome. on. We could wake up early and go on walks together with the dogs with you. We've never done it before, but we might be like, maybe we'll start. <laughs> well, when there's four of us, that will motivate me, Becca. When there's three, three of us, enough. it's not quite. Especially the three of us that yes. like never want to do that. Yeah. Like none of us are ever going to be the one to be like, let's go. <laughs> Uh, all right well i'm gonna secretly talk to zach about this behind your back um (laughs) to try and convince him it's a good idea okay um my permission to to, to go behind my back do y'all want it to be a long-term rental property or a short-term rentals long-term long-term rental just normal housing Mm -hmm. yep um which austin desperately needs austin desperately needs yes um yeah, I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited with how it's turned out. It's been a lot of work, but it's been so much fun getting to learn all the new things, all the drywalling and cabinet install and painting with a paint sprayer has changed my life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I installed sinks and counters and faucets. I'm just really, yeah, feeling good. Highly competent yeah. individual. You're badass for sure. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so that was like the big financial update. And then also, Zach and I got retirement accounts this year. Woo! For the first time ever. And life insurance. And life insurance. Oh, my God. That's a lot. You've, you've had a big That's year, a too. So what big kind of retirement uh, accounts did y'all get as non-typical employee people? Okay. So we have solo 401ks. We each have our own solo 401k. 
um, which you can have if you are an entrepreneur, self-employed, and don't have any other full-time employees working for your company. Um, then you can use this type of retirement account. It's really awesome. Your contribution limits basically max out at either your salary or at almost 60000 a year mm-hmm. if your salary is more than that. That's like sort of the cap. So that's a huge contribution limit for a retirement account. Um, so we set that up and then we set up self-directed IRAs. Um, and they are Roth, which means oh, yeah. we pay. Oh, yeah, like a few months where you were like deep in the tax <laughs> laws. Oh, I've been deep in the tax <laughs> laws, yes. And it was a few months just to try to get all of these accounts set up because they're all managed like by us, but with custodians. So the money like flows through the custodian and then into the accounts and then we get to do what we want with the money in those accounts. Mm. So we can invest in alternative assets. So all of our retirement is invested purely in crypto. Wow. Um, Yeah. That's amazing. And that's been wild. So we, between the two of us, managed to contribute a total of $84,000. Wow. Earlier this year, like in like June. Uh-huh. And I think those accounts are now worth like 120. Hell yeah. What? That's uh, amazing. Yeah. Which we won't be able to touch until we're ancient, but it'll be tax free then because we did it in Roth. So we paid the taxes before we put the money in. How did you do a Roth IRA in crypto? My little brain can't wrap that one. Yeah. So self directed IRAs, you basically set up an LLC uh-huh. that is just. A retirement LLC uh-huh. and you set up a bank account that's associated with that uh-huh. and then when you contribute the money you send it through the custodian who registers and does the paperwork and then set wire transfers it to the bank we have that account and then you can invest it in any assets you want wowzers yeah. so that's how a lot of people buy real estate with retirement accounts or cryptocurrency or other alternative assets so if you were psychic and you could tell when the crypto market was going to drop could you pull that money out, it, just pulling it back mm-hmm. into that account? You don't have to keep it invested? Absolutely. Yeah, you can actively. And that's that's one of the really nice things about trading inside of retirement accounts is that there are so many fewer taxable events. Mm-hmm. Like buying and selling assets in non-retirement can trigger your taxes on that. Um, but inside the retirement account, that's often protected and shielded. Mm. Yeah. So you can trade in and out of the assets and just put the cash back in the account or keep it in a state. You can like trade. If you'd invested in like Ethereum, you could uh-huh. sell out to your stable coin, uh-huh. but still in your crypto account and then uh-huh. buy back in. Cool. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. So it's very exciting. Retirement accounts, it's crypto huge. investments, real estate. Yeah. Doing it all. Yeah. You check out it all. all the boxes. That's great. Yeah. I may never contribute another dollar to retirement. I think this was the year. <laughs> I mean, not what I was no. supposed to learn. No, no, actually, I think you're onto something there. And that's probably wise. I actually read, yeah, some things, well, depending on your age, obviously, but like early, late 20s, early 30s, once you hit like 150 to 200 in your retirement account, like you can expect it to eventually grow big enough to sustain you theoretically depending on how much money you spend but also if your plan is to um backdoor roth it then you're gonna need more 
Well, and the re- the way that we managed to get $84,000 into an IRA in one year was all backdoor raw. Mm-hmm. Well, Which so we, I heard the new did, tax laws are going to be making that more difficult. So Potentially. I can't remember where that actually landed. Um, but so we had done at like right before tax day this year, you can still contribute. You can like back contribute for the year before mm-hmm. your independent retirement account, the one that's not associated with your company. Um, and that limits around like six grand. Uh-huh. And so we had done the six grand for last year, but we did it in like May of this year when we had yeah. our weird delayed tax deadline. And then we also did six grand for this year's. And then we had maxed out our 401k, mm-hmm. like 30k each from our companies and we use the backdoor Roth to roll it into our IRA. Nice. Yeah. It's a lot of juggling. I like have to write down instructions for any future years that I want to do this, but. (laughs) Well, I mean, I did laugh, but I just mean, I think, I think not contributing to retirement again is not necessarily incorrect. Right. Well, and I think for, for us in particular, because our plan is to have a small real estate portfolio of long-term rental properties, that will eventually pay themselves off and then will give us monthly income and that will come to fruition earlier than our retirement age. So really the retirement is like a bonus after that. So what we've got in there, it might be enough because I would like to retire much earlier than 65. Hell yeah. In in some form. Yeah. Cool. Any other financial updates? That was a lot. Yeah, that was so yeah. much fucking cool stuff. I mine would be much shorter than that. I also been feel a like year. That distilled down is a lot of really great financial tips. So everyone just listen to that <laughs> little tidbit. You'll learn a lot. Maggie? Um, my notes were very short for this section. <laughs> Definitely did not do any fun, interesting things like buy real estate or um, backdoor Roth, anything. Mm. Even though maybe I should have. I don't know. I guess it's not too late. But <laughs> I did save a good bit just because I have my accounts like the way I'm paid set up that like all the savings accounts and retirement accounts get paid first which is a good mental trick so that I just feel like I never even got that money kind mm-hmm. of thing so just based on that I'm able to save a decent amount and so yeah I think we have a whole section about investments that we're going to talk about later But I didn't meet the goal that I had set for myself, and perhaps because it was maybe not the most realistic of goals. I managed to save a lot in 2020 because uh, I wasn't doing anything in the year of 2020. Mm, So I feel that my savings rate was very high. And then, but I didn't really think about it. And then when I was setting my goals for this year, I was like, I would like to save as much or more than I did in 2020. And I did not do that because I went on a bunch of trips and, you know, I got vaccinated. And as soon as I got vaccinated, I was like, fuck yeah, get on an airplane, (laughs) go somewhere, do something. (laughs) And we've gone on a couple trips this year and um, I bought some expensive things this year. And so I just didn't manage to meet my unrealistic goal. But even without meeting the goal, I feel like I did save a lot. Um, But nothing too interesting. Mostly it was just my index funds. I did create, um, because GameStop was this year, right? Yeah, it was. Believe it or not. Just like ages ago. But uh, I I was very much against the public um, whole fun investing idea just because I I correctly predicted that I wouldn't make time for it. Um, But I did create a public account and do have some fun investments in my Schwab account. And those... 
have not made me a lot of money, but have been fun to play with. So I guess that counts as fun financial learning experiences is getting to play with all that stuff, which, I mean, I think our GameStop episode is kind of popular. So (laughs) all of you, all of you listeners know that (laughs) we had fun doing some fun investing. Um, So this is good learning experiences this year as far as all that stuff goes. But not anything terribly exciting. I hope that maybe one day I'll reinvest in another financial, like, purely investment property. But it's becoming less and less um, high on my list because there's so many things that I need to take care of in my first property. (laughs) I'm like, I should probably fix those things first. (laughs) So, Well, and it's nice that you're property that you bought has both your primary residence and an investment for you yeah yeah i mean it already is an investment property Mm -hmm. um and it continues to be a good choice but yeah there are definitely some things i should just bite the bullet and be like i i'm gonna eventually have to put a new fence up because the fence here is kind of ratty and i've just been avoiding it for so long and being like i'm gonna buy a new property and then fuck that fence but <laughs> what do you think is gonna happen to the fence no. by the new property <laughs> yeah exactly so i think i'm just gonna have to come to terms with dealing with some things here before i invest in a new property and i will be making less money starting in january which is an interesting financial experiment i'll be going through so <laughs> It sounds like this year was a big win for automating your finances. Like you already had it automated, your savings and retirement stuff automatically pulls out. And so it's been an uneventful but successful financial year. Yeah, I haven't had to think about too much because I spent so much of 2020 um, making sure that everything was set up in a streamlined way, which has been great. I don't, if I don't want to, I don't have to look at my finances too often. They just sort of take care of themselves, which is great. Um, so yeah, I mean, boring, no news is good news, right? I like being boring. Mm-hmm. It's kind of my goal in life. <laughs> After 2020, we can all use some boring. Yeah, <laughs> boring year. Um, so yeah, not quite getting into like favorite investments and stuff yet, but just talking about milestones. The, so since uh, starting almost exactly a year ago when we started our podcast, that's when I started even paying attention to my finances. So like literally everything that's happened has been a financial milestone in the past year. Um, like I invested a bunch of my cash, which was huge because I'm like still haunted by the idea of the stock market crashing and me losing all my money. But I did it um, partially. And yeah, setting up a crypto account, setting up my I had a 401k, but not really like I didn't have any knowledge about it getting my HSA invested. Um, Yeah, so pretty much everything really (laughs) has happened this year. I guess on the more sexy end of things was I like really dipped my toe into real estate to the point where I was losing my mind. Um, (laughs) Which was so sexy. Go back and reference episode, (laughs) I don't know what number, 23. Hear a live breakdown. (laughs) Yeah, and that was nothing compared to when I actually had someone accept an offer I put in on a property. Um, So yeah, y'all good listeners you heard me put in my first offer on a duplex um, that was not accepted sometime later I put in an offer on another duplex that cost a lot more and those people accepted it (laughs) for some reason (laughs) 
Um, so I was under contract for seven entirely sleepless days, um, but <laughs> learned a lot about myself at that time. <laughs> um, and but yeah, ultimately, I just couldn't secure that financing because it was a really large property, really lovely property. Um, but everyone was very supportive of me. And it honestly just made me really, really, really still want property, uh, which I really thought it was going to go the other way. Um but yeah, so it's kind of made me adjust my strategy a little bit, but more so I just have to wait until I qualify for more financing starting after the beginning of the year. So milestones are that I tried to buy a couple properties. I was not successful. So if you, sweet listener, have had a similar life experience, know that we're still valid humans, you know? <laughs> we're still good people. You know what? Like, I feel like you had some really big concerns that we weren't going to support you in parts of it, but like, I feel like you came through that and realized that everyone just wants you to be happy. That is true. Well, I also, two days before my con, my uh, option period was up, I freaked out and called Zach and told him to pull the offer. Um, And I was like, I'm 90% sure I don't want to buy it. And the 10% that wants to is too worried that you're wasting your time. And he was like, let's just, let's just spend the legs two days. (laughs) trying to get it and we'll just see what happens and you can always pull out before then and then over the next two days I had a complete 180 and was like oh my god I want this property so bad (laughs) and I don't even know what changed because he had a lovely supportive talk but I don't know if that's what it was or if I just needed more time to calm down or something um so yeah that's would be my encouragement now is next time if anyone is freaking out during the option period, just wait till the end of the option period and then make your decision. Yeah, I or appreciate the- it. I heard a little bit from him after y'all's talk and he was like, you know, when you're in option, you're, you've already paid for the option period. Like you, you, you're paying your option fee. Yeah. So you've bought that time, use that time. And if you end up walking away at the end of it, that's fine. Yeah. But you don't necessarily need to walk early out of your option period um, unless you're like, change your mind because there's another property right. or something you need to be freed up for. Right. But he's like, you've paid for this time, so take it. I just felt, for me, I just like didn't want Zach to waste his time. I felt like such an asshole being like, what if I don't even want to buy this? And y'all it spend, is his like, job. It is his job. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't get paid for that time. Like, you know. He doesn't get paid for a lot of well, yeah, work he, that he does. <laughs> he, he calculates that into the whole yeah. yearly salary shebang. Yes, yes. Um, Taylor. Yes. Financial milestones. Um, well, I'm looking at my stocks. <laughs> Everything's Ooh. in the red. <laughs> That's a good milestone. Um, yeah, I've, like the rest of you, I've been trying to invest and diversify my portfolio and assets. Obviously, owning property is one of them. And then also trying to invest in the stock market. I, too, have been terrified that it's going to plummet. I don't have quite as much money in the stock market, so... Um, it's not, I mean, it's still like, you know, $5,000 or so, but it's not like most of my money. Well, I mean, actually that is most of my money because I have no money. Uh, <laughs> I still have, <laughs> I still have like no savings. Well, you have than, a lot invested in your house. <laughs> yeah. It's yes. basically all yes. an invest tied up in investments. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I've been trying to like. I still have the 400. I think I set that up at the beginning of this year or last year where I just transfer over $400 every two weeks. I still, I haven't like canceled that. So that's still happening. Wow. Um, Which some of that I had to like, 
use to pay off credit. Like I had to like transfer it to yeah. pay off my credit card, which I think we talked about in another episode. But that's what the emergency fund exactly. Is for. It felt shitty, but that's what it's for. So I'm trying to, you know, let that grow again, um, and just keep investing in the stock market mm-hmm. and. Crypto is still something I've been meaning to get on board with. Now's a good time. It's pretty down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I downloaded the um, the app. Coinbase? I downloaded Coinbase, and that's all I've done. So it's a good start. It's a big step. I need to, like, actually... I don't. I still yeah. don't understand how Crypto's to like. This has been my most successful play investment this year. So. Yeah. I still, I still don't understand how to actually set it up and, like transfer money Ooh. over and invest in things it's just same as any other one you just connect it to a bank account put money in it and then buy shit yeah yeah but i'm like worried about <laughs> yeah. buying shit it literally walks you through the process <laughs> when you what? open the app <laughs> i didn't get that far yeah i did i i realized that i probably needed to like tie it to some kind of bank account but i haven't done that yet <laughs> Yeah, they're not just gonna give you fake money to invest. <laughs> it's all fake money anyway. They're gonna give you new, additional, uncreated fake money. You have to use your other fake money that already exists. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good segue into our favorite investments this year. <laughs> that- <laughs> uh, well, let's start with you because we each started one. So you go um, first. I still love GameStop. <laughs> I've never had so much fun with money than GameStop. It was a beautiful, delirious several weeks when GameStop went through its initial roller coaster. But okay, let's. When did it close? What did GameStop close out on Friday or today? Today's Monday. I thought it was down recently, but I have not. I I recently, when the whole market was down, I've stopped paying attention. Um, yeah, I'm not on Wall Street bets on a daily basis, but it is one of my, oh, my whole stock market is down. Jesus. Okay. GameStop was down 13% today. Whoa. It's down to 136, but it was holding at 200 for basically the entire year, uh, after its initial. Yeah. Uh, and we bought in at the $30 point. We bought it at the th- and I'm going to buy more. Are you kidding me? At 136. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that was my... I'm really shocked how high it stayed. It's crazy. I'm like, good for them, Because they made so much money, they got to hire a whole new badass team. They can basically turn GameStop into whatever company they want Anything they want. And we're coming up on the year anniversary of the initial whatever... So <laughs> I feel like there needs to be a Christmas movie time. made about that. I would watch that. Right, so a GameStop hard. Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> but a, ga- a very GameStop Christmas instead of like very GameStop Christmas instead of like the Scrooge character like like learning the wrong of his ways. It's just like the town folk coming for him with pitchforks. Yeah, I mean, without getting into the nitty gritty, because frankly, I don't even know. If I remember all of it, because we were really deep in there for a while. I feel like we were on drugs for like weeks. <laughs> it was just like when you like, you just you're in a heroin den and you like two weeks go by and you're like, what happened? And then you leave and there's like, it's sunny out and you're like, ah! It was like, That's a pretty good metaphor. It was exactly like that with all your friends and you just kept pulling people in off the street. Like, Join us. It's amazing. <laughs> We're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> um, anyways, 
anyways, yeah, GameStop was just, I mean, just the experience of it was so much fun. It My first introduction into purchasing individual stocks on the stock market, and we just happened to time it absolutely. It was just pure luck that that we bought that and then got to ride the little roller coaster. It's not like we made that much money. It was just uh, so much fun. Um, so, yeah, it was definitely... It's my most lucrative individual stock for sure, but not my most lucrative investment overall. Please invest in index funds. <laughs> That's definitely <laughs> the right choice, but it was so much fun. And then after that was crypto. I had so much fun learning about crypto this year. Um, Zach and Julie got me invested in it in, I think, February. And I've gone through just kind of oscillating waves of how much time I can contribute to it. And I've just had so much fun learning. What a wild ride since February. It has been a hoot. Wow. Yeah, like cut, <laughs> cut Bitcoin down to 30-something, go up mm, to 60-something, mm-hmm. now we're 40-something. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of fun. Um, so all the speculative shit has been, <laughs> has been all my favorite investments. But meanwhile, my 401k that's all in Vanguard index funds has been up 43% this year or something insane. So. Damn. Yeah, I'll just skip Taylor because mine's going to be the exact same update as yours. <laughs> and that I had a lot of fun, like, entertainment funds yes. with some of the fun stocks like AMC and oh GameStop. Oh my God, AMC. Yeah. AMC was fun. I had a good time with AMC as well. But overall, like when you look at my total like profits that I made, yeah, index funds are like where it's at. My admiral shares of the Vanguard are like my winners. So I'd have to call yeah. those my favorite investments. But my most fun investments were the same as yours. Um, I did buy one stock, though, that is now down 93%, so that's fun. Which one is that? Um, GSX Techadoo Inc. Techadoo? <laughs> is a technology-driven education company that I invested in because I thought it sounded really cool. Um, core expertise on K-12 through courses um, after tutoring services provided. Yeah, and nah, it's fucking <laughs> not worth much, apparently. <laughs> But I haven't sold because I was like, well, at this point, I don't want the $7 back. (laughs) (laughs) I have so many. That's fair. What's the word? Meme stocks. Um, And they are all doing so much better than the stocks that I did research on to invest in. (laughs) (laughs) I do kind of regret, although I I wouldn't change anything, honestly. But my cousin at one point when Doge was starting to really take off was like, Maggie, you got to get in on this Doge coin. I was like, you know what? I just finished the GameStop train. I think I'm a little burnt out from <laughs> from all that. And I just need a little break. I'm not going to do the Do- Doge thing. And he made a fuck ton of money. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah, I bought $1 worth of Shiba a few weeks ago just because I had no idea what was going on in the Shiba world. Um. Anyways. I like to have my finger on the pulse of these things because I until this conversation, I forgot how much joy it brings me to just like track it all. It's so much fun. It took up so much of my time this year. I mean, it's a beautiful chart just in the wrong direction. <laughs> I have lost so much money on Virgin Galactic. Oh, me too. Oh, yeah. But it's so the worst much. performer. <laughs> I'm still yeah. holding. I'm it was still- up for a little while though. For like, it was for like three up. days. Yes. Three days. It was I was up. I was riding on such a high when it was up. I was like, yeah, fuck all those people that said I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just plummeted. And it's been just down ever since. Yeah. Um, it's fine. I'm still gonna hold whatever. 
but the rest of my ETFs are doing well. Everything else I invested in, let's see, my top performers, it looks like, are my iShares Core S&P 500 ETF, which was like 150 bucks. My SPY SPDR S&P 500 ETF, which is like another 150 bucks. And then my Vanguard S&P 500 ETF, which is like 145. So those all did decent. But I will say the uh, highest performing stock. Anyone want to guess? Anyone want to guess? GameStop. GameStop? Vanguard Total Stock Market (laughs) Index Fund. (laughs) As we've been saying from the beginning to our listeners, (laughs) and I have not followed my own advice, put all of your money (laughs) in just fucking... Yeah, so I think that's three for three that just said yeah. the same exact thing. Yeah, but. just that's where you should be putting all your money. Just um, put it in the total stock market. Julie says And crypto. that's how you will yeah, make money. Yeah. I don't invest in stocks, so y'all keep your three people over there. <laughs> Julie says <laughs> crypto. I have nothing to contribute to. Taylor, Maggie, and Becca say index funds. Uh, in well, crypto, we do have fun investments, though. You want to know what we bought in our retirement account recently, thanks to Zach? He has purchased two mutant cats, which are NFTs, and these mutant cats are also partial ownership in the DAO. So the DAO takes the money and has group buying power and then goes and invests in the really expensive NFTs. So we're like partial owners of a Fidenza and some of the other like mm-hmm. things that sell for a million dollars. I see, yeah, plus that no normal human can invest in. Right. But how cool is it to buy mutant cats with your retirement money? You also invested in whiskey this year. Yes. Yes. That is my fun non-real estate, non-crypto investment is my vanity investment of scotch. I have six casks of scotch in a bonded warehouse in the UK. That That is pretty fucking cool. And that to me is a great investment because worst case scenario, we just got to drink that scotch. That's right. I'm going to throw in a yard party. And I'll Scotch help you yard. with that. <laughs> Scotch yard. <laughs> so the next question was net worth specifics or any other financial things we didn't actually cover. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Like if you could remember what you talked about last year and you want to do a comparison or your new way you're measuring progress or whatever you want. If it's how you feel about finances or if it's numbers. I think for me, if I may. <laughs> please (laughs) it's been a year of like kind of being I got so into my finances when we started this at the end of last year in a really good way and I like hyper educated myself and it was so good because I got to live this whole year feeling very competent about finances which I could never ever (laughs) have thought that would be something I would ever feel like confident and competent in Um, and it's been an amazing year because of it I feel like I can like kind of move my money around confidently. And now I'm not as like I used to open up my mint account like multiple times every day. I'd open my public account every day, open my shrimpy accounts every day, my Coinbase, my Kraken, everything. Cause I just like, <laughs> like, it's like I just like to like, like stroke my money and just like, <laughs> watch what was happening. <laughs> but now I feel good. Like I'll just let it go and the market's gonna dip sometimes and that's fine. Cause my money's just going in on automatically and I can't possibly time it. Cause Several times throughout the year, I'm like, it's going down. Why aren't we doing anything? Um, but then if I had pulled my money out, I would have lost out on like major gains. So yeah, I'm just kind of in it for the long haul now. Um, I would definitely say um, 
as a group, we have made enormous strides oh in the past God. year together. Huge. Yeah. And it's been so fun. And I like can't wait to see what else we're going to learn in the next year. We're going to learn some weird shit, I'm sure. And some weird stock stuff is going to happen that I'm excited about, I'm sure. Um, Unless the stock market just like fucking yeah, but that's kind of the big one. We'll we'll change this into a survival podcast. Yeah, I do like that. I like that. When the world turns to ash, anyways, who you know? Um, Yeah. So no, uh, uh, my net worth. I did a quick little number, and since like this time last year, I think it's more November of last year, my net worth has increased by about thirty-seven percent. Which is really lovely. Between, That's amazing. Mm-hmm, between saving and investing. Um, and I don't own a half million dollar duplex right now, which feels pretty good overall. It would have been cool. But um, I think in the end, that was probably pretty good. Because now I'm spending a lot of money on Christmas gifts instead. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll get into goals later, but that's like a rough kind of overview of my thoughts <laughs> slash net worth. That's amazing. And also for your net worth to go up that much is significant because your net worth was pretty significant. Mm-hmm. I'm I a lucky my girl. favorite part, though, is the education because like mm-hmm. that's you now you're set up to like make cool choices for forever. And I still don't have enough of my cash invested. I keep a lot in my pocket in case I can put a down payment down because um, I don't want to pull things out and pay the capital gains, short-term capital gains tax. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot in cash that I wish was invested. But yeah. depending on the timing of this potential market crash, that may work terribly. Yeah, it may work out. I mean, <laughs> it might actually really pay off for you. Who knows? Right? We'll see. We'll, next year's update will tell us. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which wow. literally might be in two weeks. Like, we'll see what happens. Uh, who wants to go next in their <laughs> net worth update? I guess is you got yours ready, Maggie. It looks like you got your book open. I have my book open. I can jump yeah. in. Take us, take Get us there, down. Girl. Jump in. Get in there. In there. Um. So last year I gave a number. Should I? Should I give a number this year? Sure. Oh, yeah. I brought a number because if I did it by percent, it's going to look ridiculous because well, our I have net worth is so low. And numbers, I'll talk about all of them. Okay. Um, my network, my net worth this year is going to be finishing out close to negative a hundred thousand dollars, which is a lot better than last year. Although a big chunk of that is because I had my house reappraised and refinanced earlier this year, and the appraisal has jumped up quite a bit. So therefore my net worth has increased quite a bit. Um, and then I was able to save a decent amount this year. Last year, I was able to save about 45% of what I made. Mm. This year, the number's at 31%. Mm. So it is a lot less, but I do feel like 31% of savings is a lot higher than most people yeah. in our brackets. So I still don't feel terrible about it, although I hope that it is better next year. Um, but that means my net worth increased by about 50% this year. Oh. So That's fucking awesome. Not. That is crazy. And I wish I had a number. I don't know. I don't think my network net worth increased. You, your Mint app will tell you. Okay, Taylor, hold on. When did you buy your house? April Spring of 2020. Mm-hmm. Was it? 
2020? Yes. So last year. Houses in Austin went up 40% in 12 months from 2020 to 2021. Your net worth's gone up. (laughs) I mean, if we're counting mortgage debt, though. Right, but your debt didn't change. In fact, your more your total oh, yeah, debt right, right, would have yeah. gone down slightly. Yeah, but the and value, the value went up increased. dramatically. True. So net worth takes into account both sides of that. True. True. Congratulations. Congratulations, you're richer <laughs> than you were last Thanks. year. <laughs> and you're making more money. So like a hundred percent more money, right? Twice as much as you were making. I'm double. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, I can say a hundred percent increase whoa, whoa. is is notable. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's awesome. pretty good. My spending has increased by hundred <laughs> percent. So we were talking about net worth. Does anyone else want to talk about net worth numbers before we talk about goals for next year? So I was very apprehensive about pulling net worth numbers because we are so tight on cash right now mm-hmm. with the property investment and all of that, the remodel. But I was blown away. Ah! Blown away. Ah! Last year when we did this check-in, we had the first positive net worth number in years. Wow. A grand total of seven and a half thousand was our net worth. But that was in the positive. Yeah. After paying off all the credit cards and stuff. It was a nice house in Austin. That's a big deal. Yeah. Our net worth now is over... 500,000 combined. Holy shit. That's Including amazing. the mortgage debt. That's how? <laughs> what? Yeah. So That's what happened awesome. in the last year that brought up a half million dollars? So equity yes. in the house plus the new house because we put a lot of our cash into that and then added on to it. And then we got the equity boost there. And then the crypto's done pretty well. And... We had done the refinance on our house. We got to cash some cash out to pay off the back taxes. So we cleared some of that debt. And then we got to invest some of that money. So it's just all, yeah, crazy. Blew my mind. Zach checked my math because he also didn't believe it. 2021. Wow. Yeah. So we're not very, we're not liquid. (laughs) But craziness. That is incredible. Crazy. It's amazing what happens when you're not just like hemorrhaging cash for uh holding credit cards it's amazing yeah good job julian sack goals for next year everybody sorry what was the question um i can start so (laughs) for me goal for next year um the two big ones really one i'd like to own property by the end of 2022 oh yeah um that was a goal for this year that didn't quite didn't quite squeak in um but that's something i'd really like to do next year ideally investment property um but we'll just see what happens (laughs) pretty open-minded um and then the other thing is i'd like to have viable skills if i need to shift careers i do have skills i do have like a working background but Uh, pre-massage, but I'd like to freshen those up and have something that could be viable if I needed it, Um, just in case we have to go into lockdown again for any reason. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like bracing for all kinds of crazy nonsense these days. Um, Yeah. So those are, I think those are my two big financial related goals for next year. I love it. Mm. Also, so much foresight. 
and effort. Like it's one thing to see the need to potentially have an alternative for physical reasons or unforeseen world events. Yeah. But to actually take the action to start doing it is so commendable. Thank you. My goals are to increase my savings rate. So even though I'll be making less money to increase the percentage that I'm saving. So even if overall I save less in dollars, I'd like to still have a high savings rate. And um, I guess they're not all financial related, but I'm going to break the mold here and say I want to spend my free time that I will hopefully be accumulating on focusing on my mental and physical health a little bit more Mm -hmm. and exploring Austin a little bit more. And I also hope to finish all of the death documents sometime next year. <laughs> <laughs> you, man. I take all of Maggie's goals, my goals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly. I literally keep it's on my calendar like monthly, and I keep just being like, oh, next month. Yeah, every month. But. Well, let's make another picnic date to yeah. do it all together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I need to get my shit in order. Get my house in order. I would really like to get my house painted. Yeah, I need to do that. I w- I really want to get a nicer deck in the ba- in the backyard. And I like your idea of doing like the pavers with like the gravel in between. So just shit like that, that I'm like, I'm trying to be more realistic and like what I want to get done with the house because I have so many things that I want to do. Like I want to put in a garden. I want to landscape like all these things. I just need to scale it back and like recognize what I can do myself and like where I can save money and like where I need to like hire people to help. So it's kind of like finding those compromises as a goal is putting some money in the house, but not more than I need to feel the exact same way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely like, I could easily drop like just on the exterior outside landscaping, fencing gate, building a deck, maybe getting a hot tub, like $60,000. Totally. It's like, I don't have $60,000. Yeah. If I had like crazy money, then yeah, sure. That'd be like a fucking drop in the bucket. But when that's like a what huge some portion. Pay for houses in other exactly, parts of this country. Exactly. So that's a big goal. Obviously, I I do also really want to get those death documents done. Me and, me and Joey have both talked about like trying to sit down and like get all that kind of paperwork in order. Julie goals? I did have one goal. Um, Megan and I are both starting the Certified Financial Planner coursework. What? Yeah. That's so fun. So thinking about taking the CFP exam in the next year That's amazing. That is so much fun, Julie. You want to do it? Yes. Okay. Becca, you should. I'll send it to you and you should think about it. I would love I'd have so much fun. Yeah. And then I definitely have some like, (laughs) as with every year, some... Finding um, balance in my life so that I can also focus on the resiliency of my body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, joint health, y'all. Joint health, <laughs> dude. I've just Spinal been like Spinal health, joint health. Yeah, it's been bad. I've just been like shoving sugar into my <laughs> body consistently for like six months. <sighs> um, yeah, the sweater is making my boobs itchy. The sweater is very cute. Though. I love this sweater, but like my nipples. Did everyone <laughs> talk about their goals? <laughs> He's like, okay, let's. <laughs> 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 no, 
I feel I feel very I feel like we did a great job. I am I honestly think everyone deserves way more congratulations and applause than we all. I, everyone was a little too humble in my opinion. I agree. Um, but, <laughs> but especially like the listeners, if you listen to the first episode, it'd be fun to listen to that one and then this one. Um, and it like you, it, I feel like our first episode, everyone's sentences ended in a question mark, <laughs> <laughs> and now only a few of them do. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, this is a great year. Yeah, y'all are for for sure. Just like Taylor said, definitely credited to why I have a basic grasp of my finances. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, y'all. And honestly, that was my only goal. (laughs) (laughs) To assist Becca. (laughs) To assist Mm. people in having a very basic understanding of finances. Yeah. Yeah. So listeners, if there's anything you want to update us on over the last year, any changes you've made, anything you've learned, we like really want to hear about it. This is the time of year to share your positive news. Yeah. We want to hear it. It would be really nice to hear people just talk about anything we've said that has influenced their finances or any kind of goals or sex life sex life yeah anything that's like made a difference would be nice we really want to hear about your sex life guys (laughs) we want to get sex episode for the new year (laughs) what we want to hear um before we wrap did anyone prep highlights from this last year things that i wrote them down but they're very just general like life highlights yeah like things that made this year so awesome that you're like would also look for in the next year or something i just i saw you had prepped so much in your (laughs) notebook don't read over my shoulder i did not read it i just saw the real estate (laughs) we all know how much Uh, we're running (laughs) i did not read a single thing over your shoulder we're running hot on time i don't know if we do we have time for all four of us to give highlights mine will be quick i don't really have any highlights thanks wow Hanging out with us, not cool, okay. (laughs) All right, I'll go quick. All right, my highlights were, at the beginning of the year, lots of camping trips, because that's how we still had to operate in early 2021. And then I got vaccinated, and then Uh, we all went to Suns Island together. That was this year? Oh, that was this year. And we went swimming and tubing. Um, I moved into the front house with my girlfriend. I took some Spanish classes. I took my dad to a river house. I went to one of my best friend's weddings in New York. Mm. I went to my girlfriend's hometown in New Orleans. Mm. I went tubing. I went to Renfest. I took my mom to Salem, Massachusetts. I went to Atlanta. <laughs> I had Thanksgiving. I got to look through my iPhone phone. I'm going to Pennsylvania next week, and I got a dog. Oh, wow. <laughs> Powerful year for Magster. Where did you excellent. not go? <laughs> That's amazing. Um. Also, Taylor, I know there were more highlights. We did a birthday weekend trip for you. Oh, God, I forgot about that. That was this year. I, like, don't remember my life. I will instantly. I'm like a goldfish. I forget after two days. <laughs> um, yeah, we did a lot of weddings, too. I went to at least two weddings. I think you went to two weddings in two weeks. Yeah, I've been to, like, four <laughs> weddings this year. That's crazy. And I went to, oh, I went to Costa Rica. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot. This is why we do year-end reflections. Okay, I've done a lot. I went to Costa Rica. I went to Seattle, which was fun. Um, Suns Island, hanging out with friends. Um, 
lots of there's lots of pictures of my dogs in here like a lot of fun dog hangs highlight of your day every day <laughs> yep i took my mom to a male strip club for mother's day uh, that was a highlight it. honestly that's i'm jealous of that it was it was good fun um <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know. There's life is good, y'all. There's, there's some fun shit. Your tune has changed a lot in the last ninety seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I all the fun shit. I, <laughs> I forgot. Um, my birthday was awesome. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah, there's all these, all those photos of us doing the butts with the fingers. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. That was a good uh, one. That was fun. Um, you have to send that to Julia so she can put it on the show, note, <laughs> that the show notes. So yeah, this year was awesome. Um, thanks so much to my amazing boyfriend, Joey, who doesn't get enough credit. I know I like to rag on him sometimes, but he's awesome and so thoughtful and caring. And I love him so much. And thank you for making this year amazing. Shout out to all of Vaginance. All Vaginance. Okay, what you got back Yeah. Then? So many nudes over the past year. <laughs> <laughs> it's just nudes. <laughs> that's amazing. Somewhere like that's that. Yo, yeah, that's really cute. Um <laughs> They're all in the nude highlights. <laughs> um, this year was incredible. Like I fell in love with the most wonderful man, and then I got to move in with him in the most wonderful tiny house uh, behind Maggie's house. Um, and I had to leave Taylor's house, which was the most wonderful place I'd lived. Soul crushing. It was very rough. Um, yeah, it was pretty much an incredible year. Pretty like one of those dreams coming true sort of years. Um. <laughs> yeah, she just said that because she knew you were here. <laughs> Taylor's lying. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, we also we went to six weddings this year, so we got to see a lot of love, which was really sweet. <laughs> a lot uh, of friends. A lot of friends. Oh, I saw love. Willie Nelson. I saw Willie Nelson. We both saw Willie. We Nelson. both saw Willie Nelson. Um. Yeah, there was a lot. We went to Denver for a beautiful wedding. We went to Arkansas for a beautiful wedding. We got vaccinated. Oh, my God, getting vaccinated was amazing. Did you get your boosts? Been boosted, and it was rough on the old system. We survived the snowstorm. That was amazing. Snowpocalypse. Whoa. I forgot about snowpocalypse. That was a shitstorm. I can't believe that was storm. this year. Yeah, it was. That was in February? Yeah, Valentine's wow. weekend. It started. That's crazy. It was a powerful year, y'all. It was so wonderful. Um. Approximately one to two weeks before becoming eligible for the vaccine, I caught COVID, <laughs> and that was awful, and I almost died, but I did not. So that's that's a that's plus. we're celebrating that's on a its plus own. This yeah. year. Um, Hashtag survivor. <laughs> <laughs> let's not get crazy. <laughs> let's not get crazy. Um, I did. <laughs> I did lose a lot of my hair and have extremely. Crazy scalp pain, but it's growing. Well, you look hot as fuck. Kind of a highlight. Uh, I did get to spend so much time in the mountains, mm. snowboarding, and in the summer, fishing, and just breathing in the good air. And I'm so happy about that. And looking forward to doing more of that this next year, too. Um, I got to make my first international trip <gasps> since... 
two weeks before everything shut down. That's a change. Um, I went to Canada last month, got to visit friends and family and escaped to the mountains. And it was amazing. Love it so much. Um, lots of hot tub and fire pit time. I grew so many flowers, which make me so happy. I am definitely obsessed with flowers. <clears throat> Finished off this year with a return to the off and out camp that, yeah, that Maggie Maggie had gone to in 2019. We did the December camp and that was yeah, so awesome. Pre, Pre-COVID, it was really fun. Yeah. yeah. And I really like it as like an end of year thing because there are some like reflective moments and stuff. It's in such a beautiful location. It was basically like a camp out, but you show up and the tents are set up and they cook and like everything is done for you. Mm. You just like show up and enjoy 24 hours, no cell phones, nothing. And they have a photographer there. So you still have awesome photos from this location, but you don't have to take any, which is a bonus for all of us. That is a bonus. Modern photo obsessed people. Um, yeah, that's all my highlights. And I feel like I just got so much time with friends and a lot of my relationships got just like a lot deeper and relationships are my big thing. So that made me so happy. And we recorded 20 plus episodes <laughs> yeah. of podcast together. That is amazing. It's pretty good. More. In fact, I just haven't edited that. Well, I said 20 plus somewhere think, in the range. Yeah, I think we released episode 26 last week. Mm. And I think I have four or five that we've already recorded really? that still have to go out. Plus this one. So we're at like 30. I really, 30. Vagina has definitely been a highlight of my year. This has been so much fun. Yeah. Agreed. And like wildly productive in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for listening to our end of your wrap up and getting to talk about all the great stuff and all the maybe not so great stuff, but stuff that definitely happened in the last year with us and kind of our vision for this year to come. We definitely want to hear from the listeners. Again, anything that may have happened this last year that you want to update us on, especially if it was financial or sexual, (laughs) we want to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Especially if it was... (laughs) Underline that one. Uh, Yeah, so reach out to us. We really want to hear about your experience with Vaginance uh, or anything kind of related to what we talk about or any goals that you have for the next year. We really want to know about them and if there's ways that we can support our community, we want to do it. So yeah, please follow our podcast on whatever it is that you listen to podcasts on. If you can rate us and then leave a little review and just maybe talk about it, that would be so helpful. If none of that, just talk to your friends, tell them to listen to us if they want to hear a bunch of nonsense, because we want to talk it. (laughs) Adam, (laughs) tell your friends to listen to us. We want to hear from them. We want to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Happy holidays. Have a great new year. Good job, everybody. That was a hoot. That was a hoot nanny. Hoot nanny hanky panky. That was a hoot nanny hanky panky. That's what that was. Docs and Sibs. Little bub sitting on his rear. Oh, yeah, he does.